Welcome to the Kids on the Move podcast, inspiring young students, parents and teachers to live an active, healthy lifestyle. Here's your host of the show, Nathan Reed. Hi guys and welcome to episode three of the Kids on the Move podcast. My name is Nathan Reed, and today we're going to be uh, running the show a bit differently to how we have done so, so far. I'm just going to be talking today uh, and sharing my story with you, just so you get a better understanding of who I am and why I've started this program. So rewinding back to uh, growing up, I grew up in the town of Shepparton, Victoria in Australia. Um, the population is probably around fifty to 60,000 in the greater region. I grew up in a family uh, with my mum and sister my, as my parents separated when I was um, only really young. I still saw my dad regularly during the weeks and on uh, the weekends. Um, and then in, when I was about eight years old, my mum met my now stepfather um, and he also had two children as well, um, an older step stepbrother and a younger stepsister growing up i was always really sporty i tried lots of different sports uh, during primary school i started with uh, athletics i also played football cricket tennis indoor soccer basketball uh, that's probably probably about it but i did try lots of different things and um, i was always very active and um, i guess by performing in different um, sports as a young child, I was able to develop my uh, motor skills uh, a lot quicker than many might have. Um, I was always yeah, really um, motivated to do well in anything I did in regards to sport. And I guess that yeah, I did have uh, a fairly good ability level compared to some, some children. And that did flow on uh, into high school. Uh, my, my main passion was football, um, as I was always relatively fairly, fairly good at it, I guess. And having an older stepbrother who was also just as passionate as me about football made it really easy to um, really pursue that field. Um, we were always outside making up games. We, had, we lived out on a bit of land and we had our own sort of football oval and um, yeah, I only saw I only saw him every you know once a week, but we were always out there for a couple of hours and practicing and left and right foot stuff. So I guess um, yeah, being involved with with sport and a lot of different range of I guess activities, I was able to develop lots of different skills in different areas. Um, and as my stepbrother was a couple of years older than me, he was able to get. Um, into the Murray Bush Rangers under-18s team. And I guess I was 16 at the time and I was also going through the pathways of the uh, Murray Bush Rangers. Um, I was lucky enough to be a vice-captain of the under-15s and I made the under-16 squad as well. Um, and then my stepbrother got rookie drafted to Hawthorne and I guess I was 16 at the time and that really made me want to try and yeah follow in his footsteps. So I tried out for yeah down to eighteen Murray Bush Rangers and I remember yeah I made the last cut um, but I just remember just being absolutely burnt out. Um, yeah, obviously I don't think the science and uh, I guess yeah the expertise in around training and workloads on young 
young students and young athletes back then was as um, prominent as it is now. And I just remember, I remember, you know, I did a beep test um, before we went away for a Christmas break and I might have got 13.8, which is not too bad. Um, and I did did the work over pre-season and I came back and I remember I, the first training, we had to do the beep test again. I think I've got like a nine or something like that, which I've never, I don't think I've ever had a nine. And yeah, I was just, I was just spent. Anyway, um, long story short, I made the last cut and then, um, yeah, I, was, I wasn't able to make it, which for me, yeah, it was a bit of a downer as I'd, I'd made most teams up until then. Um, I'd always been one of, yeah, the stronger athletes, I guess. Um, I just, at that stage, I just really had enough of football um, as I'd just been absolutely smashed by it. Um, yeah, then injuries started sort of to toll up and, yeah, school had had always been fairly good for me. Um, I was always a fairly good student and, um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't amazing. I wasn't top of the class, but I was, yeah, I was always... I guess mid to top range um and then yeah I just sort of yeah just sort of fell out of love with school and football for a couple of years and ended up dropping out of year 12 um and that was a fairly big big moment at the time in my life and um sort of yeah thought I was going to be working and making money and that didn't happen for a, a few months and um, I was lucky I had my under 18s football coach uh, Phil Nicholson, he was a big mentor to me back when I was younger, going through those um, hard times, and um, he was really on the phone to me every day and making sure I was doing all right. Um, so yeah, I really owe a lot to him. Um, anyway, I worked for a bit. I finally got a job, um, and I realised that yeah, about eight weeks in, uh, making ten dollars an hour and um, not really enjoying what I was doing that I would probably made a big mistake and um, yeah, I should really maybe look at going back to school, um, which luckily for me, my old school was really accommodating and they welcomed me back in for the next year with open arms and um, I was able to complete my VCE as a 19-year-old and yeah, then I got accepted into uh, Bendigo Latrobe to do PE teaching, which is something that I'd always wanted to do during school was just a, yeah, a bit of a slip up, I guess, in year year 12, the first time around and um, yeah, something that I went back to pursue and I was able to do. So I headed off to Bendigo to complete my PE teaching degree uh, through the ages of 20 to 24 years old. And during that time, I was also trying to play football and again, suffered many uh, injuries and it really got to me uh, mentally, I guess. And I, wasn't, I was really only able to talk to my girlfriend and now wife at the time and also a couple of close friends but um, for people that have been there and know the hard work you've put in and um, for then to have people complete like I guess laugh at you and make it a running joke of how you're always injured um, you sort of got to laugh it off yourself at the time but deep down actually really um, really got to me um, because again I knew I was doing everything possible outside of football training and playing compared to many many people who were just rocking up and playing without doing any work at all um, and that's sort of yeah it's sort of something that's always got to me um, people saying that you know you never got to 
got to live to full potential i guess and it's something that i've had to live with and i've got better with dealing dealing with as i've gotten older but definitely um during my younger years it was something that really affected me um and i probably wasn't the best person that i could have been at that time but in my last year of uni i was actually very lucky to be able to play in a senior premiership out at the american football club which is where i now am an assistant coach i had a couple of cousins that played out there and um, i thought i'd just head out there and see what happened and yeah i was very lucky enough to be able to play and not get injured and yeah playing a senior premiership which is something i'll be forever grateful for to the club um, and something that you know i'll always look back on with really fond memories um, so following that i finished my teaching degree in 2015 and like a lot of us that were in that course we thought how good is this we're going to be PE teachers next year uh, it's what we've always wanted to do and yeah it'll, be, it'll sort of come easy and obviously um, teachers out there especially PE teachers know that how hard it actually is to to get a PE job um, anywhere really because there's so many PE teachers coming through university and there's only uh, so many jobs available especially in primary schools where there's only maybe one or two PE teachers per school um, high schools is a bit different but mostly when a PE teacher gets into a into I guess a school it's very hard to to get them to leave as they know it's so so valuable uh, so I didn't get a PE job straight up and I was lucky enough to get a classroom teaching job back at the school that I went to when I was younger at Boucher Street Primary School in Shepparton um, I've made really uh, really good lifelong friends there and really enjoyed my time there I had two years there um, teaching grade two I really learned a lot about kids and um, yeah how, how different practices work and um, where our kids are coming from as they get older but deep down I still wanted to be a PE teacher and at the time I'd spoken to a mentor of mine and we sort of came up with the idea of possibly starting up a kids fitness program after school um, so yeah I went through um, all the planning and um, how I was going to run it and what I needed to do I needed to complete a, a course online so I was able to run it um, and I was nearly ready to go and then I was lucky enough to to gain a position at a secondary school in Shepparton um, being a PE teacher so the sort of the kids on the move program got put on the back burner as I didn't want to take on too much and I wanted to put everything into it when I was going to be able to do it um, so that sort of got put on the back burner for 2018 as I learnt yeah many things in the high school um, sector and then again as a year later um, a few weeks ago now and I sort of thought you know nothing's still nothing's been done for kids in Shepparton and the Golden Golden Valley to to be more active and I again spoke with my mentor um, and he sort of said yeah you know just go for it and and that's sort of what I've done so we'll just talk a bit about the program that I'm running and why I started it and how it sort of came about um, being in Shepparton if you know the area it's a really uh, big sporting community and a lot of people's lives revolve around sport here and as a PE teacher as an athlete um, I, I know the huge benefits that sports plays in people's lives especially children's and all the benefits that it has for them uh, but what I've noticed is there's not a great deal for kids after school 
you know, there's some schools that might have after school programs, which are great. Um, but there's really not that many around as, as far as I know. Uh, I know that there's gymnastics and there's maybe some um, kids CrossFit and maybe some other activities, but obviously different activities don't suit all different kids. And there's really nothing for those kids that aren't interested in sport as such. You know, we've got all these different sporting activities available, but for the kids that don't play sport or aren't confident, there's not really a great deal for them. I went to the National Atchba Conference in Canberra last week and they told us a statistic, don't quote me exactly, but it was something around 50 to 60% of children and adolescents don't participate in their daily recommended physical activity guidelines. Now, this clearly isn't good enough for Australia. In a country where we hold our athletes in such high regard and um, pushing ourselves to do better than everyone else in the world in sports, it seems that a lot of the young kids are now falling through the cracks and are able to simply just not exercise, which is not good enough. Sports only last so long. You know, for example, football, you might be able to play it to 30 years old, and then what? What happens after that? Netball, you can only play until a certain age as well, and so on. With all different types of sports, there's only a certain age that you can most likely play until. Kids who don't play sport and have had negative experiences with exercise and find it hard to enjoy it, okay, they're never, gonna, they're never going to love being fit, active and healthy if they don't start at a young age and have positive experiences with it. We want kids to be lifelong movers. Okay? We want them to be able to run, to be able to swim, cycle, okay? lift weights well into their old age. As we know, there's so many benefits of doing this for lifelong uh, health, for prevention of illness and disease and for longevity. Since becoming a teacher, it has made me further realise how many young children and adolescents have so much trouble with self-esteem, motivation, confidence um, to want to participate in physical activity. Our program is being created to provide kids between 6 and 12 the opportunity to gain confidence, build strong friendships and strengthen their love for exercising. To do this, our sessions will consist of kids' workouts, team-building activities, circuit challenges, and fitness games to provide a fun, interactive atmosphere for kids to build confidence and meet new, new friends from other schools within our region. The goals of our program are to create an environment where kids can have fun, be happy with themselves, and feel a sense of belonging. We want to teach kids how to work effectively alone, as well as together with others. We already know the importance of collaboration within our workplaces and this is only going to increase as time goes on. We want to foster a growth mindset in kids. We want to instill an I can attitude instead of an I can't. And finally, we want to build future leaders of our community. Whether it's at home where they can tell their mum or dad that maybe we shouldn't eat that tonight mum or let's all go down to the park and do some exercise. Or it could be in school. They might be a school leader. They might be a leader at a church or just among community groups. These kids are going to be the next generation coming through in our region and our community. And if we can instill good habits in them now, it will only make our community thrive further into the future. Finally, I just want to take this moment to thank a mentor of mine who I've spoken briefly about during this podcast. He's helped me a lot so far in setting up my business um, you know, he's always there to help me with any questions I have about anything. Um, and that's Dale Sidebottom. Now, Dale is my third cousin. 
Um, our pars were both brothers. My pa was Murray Sidebottom. And it's a name that um, I'm very proud of. Um, and I guess growing up, I knew that Dale was my cousin, but we didn't, he was always a bit older and we didn't really um, talk a great deal. Uh, but then, yeah, recently I've been in contact with him a fair bit and um, he's absolutely amazing and doing great things with his own businesses. He's got his energetic education, which I highly recommend any teachers um, to follow. Also, he's got Bottoms Up Fitness, where he runs fitness boot camps. And he's also got a new app um, called Juga Life, where he's um, working with mindfulness, um, which is a huge topic at the moment and something that he's really passionate about. So Dale, I know you're probably listening, mate, and I'd just like to, again, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. We can't wait to have you on our podcast in the coming months. So I'll wrap it up there. Hopefully you've all learned something about me that you might not have known beforehand. Um, again, if you've got any questions about our program, please, please contact me via our Facebook page. Uh, we've got Instagram, we've got a website, um, you can find it all online. And I look forward to bringing you all some special guests on our podcast very soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye.